Welcome to the Viewfinder. I'm Connell. And I'm Romeo. And we've been away for quite some time. It's, mm-hmm. it's been... Right now, it's probably been about... It's been 11 days now, but you won't yeah. be hearing this for... Another a, six days. Another six days or so. Because so. we're trying to bring it back to some normalcy here with the, the Tuesday uploads. But yeah, um, it's been kind of difficult recently. <laughs> yeah, and we'll explain why we've been kind of gone and kind of... Not recording for a bit, but it'll be about... 17 days, or exactly 17 days, when you listen to this. Since you lost heard from us. Since for the gap mm-hmm. between the last episode. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we're going to be recording again on a, con- on a consistent basis, so don't worry about us. We're, we're okay. We didn't go anywhere. We didn't, we didn't die. We didn't die. Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe later. It was funny. My teacher, my teacher today said, um, we're all going to die eventually. <laughs> Pretty out of the blue, we're all gonna die eventually. I was like, "Yeah, that's true. Was You're that not Mr. wrong." Was that Mr. Davies? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Did he say that to you today? No, but oh, okay. he seems like the kind of guy who said that. Yeah, he say that. Yeah, <laughs> we're all gonna die eventually. Like, yep. <laughs> You're not wrong. Well, yeah, yeah. It's a good point. Um, but yeah. So but yeah. why, Romeo? Why have we been gone? Yeah. So I got um, I got injured about a month and a half ago, back injury, and I've been kind of putting it off from like going to any anyone to see it I had an injury in my hamstring and my knee and all these problems but kind of putting it off and just playing soccer over it um and then about a week and a half ago I was playing I was training with a men's league team and uh well it it got pretty bad so I had to come off which has been happened happened a couple times afterwards so then I Ended up going to see a sports medicine doctor, or I think he's an athletics doctor, What is what he said. And um, I did a few things. He gave me some exercises. I was going over all those things, but it, I kind of kept getting worse. Uh, like just walking was painful, which had never happened before. So I wasn't going to school because of um, it was like pretty hard to concentrate at school. And I ended up on Monday trying to go to the hospital. So I went to VGH, Vancouver General Hospital, and they said, no, you have to be 17. So I went to Children's Hospital, and at 16, they wouldn't allow me in. And then t- yesterday, I went to UBC Hospital, and they let me in with my mom. Um, so I finally got it checked out from someone to the hospital and got a referral to physio. But at the hospital, they were like quite surprised that I wasn't allowed in to see a doctor because at UBC, they said, uh, yeah, we wouldn't care. We'd let you in, even like if you're 14 but you, you don't have your parents with you. You can't have them with you. Yeah. Like, they let me in. And then at, and they were, like, completely surprised to hear that at... at, um, v, at um, Did they provide a reason why you couldn't come in? They, well, at, at Children's? Yeah. Yeah, they said I, I had to have an adult with me. At, at the VGH? At VGH, they said I had to be 17. And then UBC said it wouldn't have been a problem. Did they say why you had to be 17? Or... Yeah, I just had to be 17 to, to go to VGH. Apparently. Oh, I see. Okay. And then at UBC, they were like, so surprised. Like, that would never happen. We'd totally allow you in. Yeah. Um. So I was kind of annoyed by that because I kind of just traveled around the city making my back worse because walking <laughs> hurt a lot. Yeah. And then... Today, I finally came back to school, and I got caught up. My teacher's really nice about it, and they gave me a plan to get back into um, the gist of what's going on. So that was good, but that was quite the ordeal the past week. Yeah, and you consider yourself a pretty serious soccer player at this point, right? Yeah. Pretty, yeah. yeah. I want to at least try to do like some sort of like college soccer or university soccer. Yeah, yeah, and at that level, 
injuries are more or less inevitable, right? Yeah. When you consider, like, yeah. even if you're doing everything mm-hmm. right, per se, you still run yeah. into them yeah, sooner or later. Yeah, happen. It, like, it, there's... It's kind of a bit luck-based how often they happen. Right, okay. But in the past year, it's been really bad for me. Like, I started with a torn hamstring that I... Every time I've had these bad injuries, I've just tried to play on them. And uh, <laughs> it's gotten worse, inevitably. But, yeah, I tore my hamstring a year ago around this time. I don't... It, was, it wasn't a major tear. I was out for three weeks. And then a few months later, I broke my nose snowboarding, which is kind of unrelated, but couldn't really play for a week. And then... At the beginning of the summer, I injured my knee pretty badly. I don't really know what happened, but then I just waited on it, and then uh, they did some stretches and stuff, and then I ended up playing on it again. It was okay. And then my hamstring, because kind of re-injuring itself while I was doing a fitness camp, and so the whole summer I was kind of like plagued with these knee and hamstring injuries, and then near the end of the summer, one bad step was all it took for my back to go out, and I couldn't walk for an hour. Not doesn't sound bad, but it really sucked. I was mid game and I was really having fun. Yeah. I was having a good game and then yeah. I was out for I was just out for a week and then I came back and I kept playing and then sometimes it wouldn't hurt that when I played, sometimes it would. So I kept playing on it and then it just got really bad at one point. So I had all three things on my left side, left torn hamstring a year ago and it's been re injuring, left knee injured and it's been hurting and then left lower back and I think it's a disc displaced in my left lower back but i think it's all related too so uh don't play on your injuries yeah (laughs) uh because then they just get more injured and then you gotta wait for longer it may suck for a few weeks or like a month but um it's either that or like six months right so i'm gonna keep going to physio and i think i have three free appointments at physio under medical coverage that's nice so hopefully i can get all three things checked out and uh, get back to playing within a month because it really sucks not being able to play. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't, I don't play many sports. Mm-hmm. I don't play any sports now. Yeah. I've, I haven't really done any in my past. I've never been pretty much. I've never really been seriously injured. Mm-hmm. Like I've never broken anything. So I can't say it must yeah. be. You know, and again, it must suck to not be able to play for a while. Yeah. That's what you love. So. Yeah, and then I had an annoying, just like my really minor knee thing, where I was like. I haven't had it too actually where I was like if I like didn't move for a while after um doing any sort of exercise like I sat down and then I got back up it would just be really weird sort of painful feeling in my knees and I couldn't really play but that may have contributed to the knee thing that I have now but it wasn't that bad because that was that was the worst it had ever gotten oh yeah up until like around this time last year when I tore my hamstring Uh and then after that I was just like injury after injury and it was so annoying I think I remember when you tore your hamstring. Yeah, that was excruciating. Yeah, it's like someone literally took a knife and like stabbed it into you and like turned the knife (laughs) to the side, and right there too, there's so many nerves in your hamstring. It's insane. Like it was, I couldn't walk for about a day and a half. Wow. Mm -hmm. Wow. I had to fully limp for a day and a half and put compression on it, or else like if I didn't put the compression, I wouldn't be able to sleep. Yeah. Um, it was pretty, pretty bad. So what kind of, what kind of stuff are you doing now to help Um, you back? Well, they gave a few exercises were pretty much wherever I went. So like T-spine rotation, um, hip flexor, like a bunch of hip flexor stuff. So there was something called monster walks where I basically 
I stand in like a pretty high squat. Here, I'll show. I'll show Connell. I, I stand in a high squat, and then I take step, and then a step, and I try to keep it pretty. But I have a band on. Oh, okay. So I step sideways in a pretty high squat, and um, I try to keep it, and keep my feet straight, and my my knees back before, like um, not over my toes, and then I try and keep it controlled. Um, it's to strengthen a little bit in your hip flexor, and then. One hip flexor stretch where I just like go like this and try and stretch out my hip flexor and then a few more hip flexor um, strengthening exercises because my hip flexors are apparently weak and then uh, he also gave me her some exercises to do with like a, you know what a foam roller is? Uh, you like the the long things like the, the round and then you put your back on. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. We, we have some of those upstairs. Yeah. yeah. So he gave me a few exercises to do on that like lay on it on my back, which kind of provides some relief. Well, I'm in pain, um, which is good, because the more of that that I can get, the better. Uh-huh. And then they basically just said, which I found before they even told me, like whenever you're laying down, like try to change positions as much as you can. Yeah. Which I couldn't, I couldn't tolerate the amount of discomfort in my upper back. Like it wasn't pain; it was just this weird straining feeling in my upper back, where I couldn't lay down without feeling discomfort and having to move around on my back like this. Like that's the biggest problem at school. Because whenever I was at school, I had to, when I was like, like sitting in my chair, I had to keep going like this or else I wouldn't be able to concentrate. Because okay. of the weird feeling in my upper yeah. back. Yeah, yeah, I have to keep moving around um, to keep the discomfort away, I guess. They told me to do that, so I've just been, whenever I lay down, I'll just switch positions a few times. But um, yeah, that's that's most of it. But yeah. It's been quite the, quite the journey. It's been pretty annoying, but... A lot of things to think about whilst I recover here. Yeah. But uh, that's why I've been gone, because I've just been pretty much at home and in the doctor's office. So I'm back now, and um, we have a a new plan. Yeah, so we're going to keep... It's funny, because we said on the we said on our trailer, like we, record, we recorded the trailer like three months ago, mm-hmm. right when before our first episode... We said in the trailer that we were going to post every Tuesday, and we're mm-hmm. still going to do that. Because if we don't post every Tuesday, then if people listen to the trailer again, they'll be like, well, this is kind of strange. <laughs> I, I, I always think of that. I'm like, so scared that that's going to happen. To I know. I was like, always thinking like, oh, we could change the date if it doesn't work out. But the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. Change, I don't want to change the trailer. Yeah. Because we, we have those. We have those. We have those. Yeah. Yeah. Those. <laughs> those things. Uh-huh. Yes. So, so the plan is still to post Tuesdays, but we've been most of the, our, our original schedule was we'd record on Monday and then we'd edit it throughout that day Mm -hmm. and then post it the morning, the next morning. That would be the ideal situation. Oftentimes that wouldn't happen Mm -hmm. because I do, I do the editing and off like it's, it, it takes a while. Yeah. I never really have to check everything. I never realized how many how much like time editing actually takes yeah. for podcasts. Mm-hmm. Like I listen to the whole thing again mm-hmm. when I'm done. And you listen to it slowly because you're stopping yeah. and clicking. So it's like yeah. probably two hours, right? Yeah, yeah, at least two hours. Mm-hmm. If it, it depends a lot how, how long the episode is. is. Yeah. Sometimes there's like full sections you can cut out, which helps. But that yeah. was only like once or twice. Yeah, it doesn't happen a lot. So our yeah anyway our. New schedule is what we're going to be doing. We're going to record Thursdays. Mm-hmm. Which gives you a lot more time to edit. Which gives me a lot more time to edit. Like and then 20 minutes a day. And... Yeah, yeah, easy. Mm-hmm. And then post Tuesday. So you're still going to begin the episode Tuesdays. Mm-hmm. 
but you, you wouldn't have heard a lot for mm-hmm. a while. But that's okay. Yeah, we'll be. Uh, it'll it'll kind of sound outdated. It might sound outdated sometimes because we might we might have like things that happen in between that week and then it doesn't. Like yeah, it, but it might be like it, it won't sound like a Tuesday, well, I guess. We'll talking about like how much it's raining and it'll be like so sunny. Yeah. On the Monday, <laughs> on the Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> because Vancouver is like that. So. Uh-huh. And then we'll be talking about current events, and I'll be like, "That's so last week's news." <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's that's why we went away, and that's our new plan, and hopefully it works out. Should work out. Yeah. Um, it'll be good. It'll be more freeing. Yes. For everybody. And speaking of school, yeah, school's probably been taking a lot, up a lot of your time for editing, so... Yeah, because I used to... Well, we, we, over the summer, we don't have school, obviously. I wasn't mm-hmm. doing anything on Monday nights. And now I have cadets on Monday nights, too, which is mm-hmm. on top virtual... Of homework. Which is virtual right now, on top of homework, yeah. Which is virtual right now, but it's starting to be in person. Mm-hmm. They're, I don't know, it's still pretty hazy, but they're starting to transition into a hybrid system mm-hmm. at by, probably into January they're going to be doing some in-person stuff so anyway Monday nights won't work and that's why like I had the whole day to edit them right so I would spend like two three hours we talked about this already but two three hours editing the podcast and then I'd be able to post it the next day but I I can't do that anymore because I have homework as as you said and then cadets and then other stuff so yeah but uh but yeah school is going good I test yesterday how do you feel about it yeah, so I had a math test yesterday, and I like math in general, mm-hmm. but uh, it's interesting. I'm a really creative person, but I also like math, mm-hmm. which usually doesn't happen in people. Mm-hmm. Usually people are either right brain or left brain, mm-hmm. but I'm I'm definitely right brain dominant, but sometimes I can be pretty analytical mm-hmm. and pretty logical, so I don't know, but, but I like math, and I'm enjoying it. I think I did pretty well on the test. But uh, there's some word problems at the end that, yeah. that totally confused me. Maybe that's where my right brain kind of lets me down. I visualize it too much and mm-hmm. focus too much. Maybe sometimes I focus too much in the numbers too and then don't visualize it. Anyway, I'm so left brain. It probably is like, probably just like counters the analytical thing. Yeah. Probably just overanalyze. The, I think I overanalyze things a lot. So yeah, I think I'm very, very, very left brain. Um, even, like even in soccer, like, I'll yeah. be playing. And I'll be thinking, like, trying to think, like, ten steps ahead, yeah. and then none of it happens. <laughs> and then, because I've, like, I've kind of grown accustomed to, like, knowing what's going to happen next in the yeah. game. Like, I pretty yeah. much know, can pretty much think ahead, but, like, I'm just so overly analytical when it comes to things. It's so, it's so unpredictable, right? Mm-hmm. It's a game. I know, yeah. People. Somebody so. can make a mistake. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. even if I'm thinking of, like, all the right things that someone should be doing, somebody might not do that, right? Yeah. Like, this isn't, like... I'm getting this information from, like, top-level soccer, watching it a lot, right? So, like, I kind of understood what should happen, might not happen. Or even I th- I might be thinking the wrong thing, and someone does the right thing, right? So, that's kind of a, a downside. Like, I, I, have, I can be creative. But I, like, I really liked creative writing as a class, um, for sure. That, that's been a lot of fun, because you get to really think for yourself in that. But You're taking it now? Yeah. Is it, is it good? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, it's a lot of... Yeah, I, I'm very left brain, but sometimes it lets me down. And then... Uh, That's why you're so good at chess, probably. Yeah, um, <laughs> good. Um, I'm, I'm not bad, but like, from from the amount that I've done, I'm not bad, but... Yeah, we haven't talked about chess. You haven't talked about chess yet. No, I mean, I've kind of just 
haven't done it much recently. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to get back into it. Like, I keep saying to myself, I want to get back into it, and I just get into all these other things, or yeah. get caught up with school. Yeah. But I should get back into it again. I'm probably, like, I was, like, 1,400, and probably, like, 800 because <laughs> I've done so little chess. But I'm, I'm pretty good at visualizing um, a chessboard. Like, I when I remember the blindfold game that yeah. we played? Yeah, that was... Expl- explain to people what we did there. Um, that's cool. To, that's cool to hear. Cause okay, so basically, I gave Connell the chessboard. We were just in my car, right? Yeah. I gave Connell the chessboard, and we he sat in the front, and um, we couldn't see each other. I couldn't. Yeah, I couldn't see the board, so he was playing moves and telling me what moves he was playing, and then I would try and visualize it in my head and then play the move, uh, like just tell him what move to play. Yeah. And then over, and then we played the whole game out. Did I, did I? I don't think we finished it. Did we? Uh, I kept messing up the squares. <laughs> like, I'd be like e six. Wait, what? I'm doing like a five or something. Yeah. Like that. I, I think it was pretty close. Yeah. Um, but I mean, you used to play a little bit, right? Yeah, I played a bit in elementary school. Yeah. I was in the chess club. Yeah, so. that was fun. I I, I love that guy. He was yeah. awesome. Yeah, he yeah. kept trying to take me to these tournaments. I wish I'd never stopped. That's probably one of my biggest regrets ever. <laughs> not stopping chess or not. Yeah, stopping chess. Because yeah. I started when I was eight, and if I'd kept going, I'd be so much better. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I improved pretty quickly when I started again uh, last year. Like I started like seven hundred rated, and then within like six months, I went up to fourteen hundred, which is pretty high. Because in theory, with to like the actual FIDE or Canadian rank rating, it'd be about eleven hundred, which puts me in like top twenty five in my age group. Mm-hmm. Um, in, in BC, which okay. isn't bad. Wow, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's um, good. I'm probably like top 100 now. <laughs> yeah. But not, not many people in BC play a lot of chess. But there's, I wish they did this in Canada, but in some countries, they make doing a, like chess as a class, like as a side class, mandatory in the lower ages. Oh. oh. I wish they did that in, in Canada. It would be, be interesting. Because it's just, it, it really helps with like, development of someone's brain yeah and analytically yeah so and then and then it becomes um optional but i really wish they had that in schools like just even optional chess yeah as a a a side class of some kind like not a club because you don't really learn but like a side class that you can take or some teacher at the school who's decently high rated that knows what they're talking about yeah it's Um, such an interesting thing to do mm -hmm. too it's it's so good so I love chess. Your brain. Yeah, we ought to have a chess guest on the mm-hmm. podcast. I'm gonna yeah. write that down. I don't really actually. I mean, my old chess teacher. He's met a few like the best players in the world. Really? Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe he'd be willing to. Yeah. I yeah. I'll just show up at one of the tournaments, and uh, talk to him about we it. We can afterwards. show up with the we can show up with the microphone. Yeah. And interview him there. <laughs> That'd be fun. <laughs> just just a <laughs> random interview. Um, what got you into chess? And his son, his son is like very, very high rated as well. The instructor's mm-hmm. son? Yeah. He, he's played against grandmasters and done well. Yeah. Like like top players. Um, wow. If anybody here listens or knows anything about chess, Anish Giri, he's played against. He was taught by um, um, Anatoly Karpov. He met Gary Kasparov, like, some pretty big names. I'm guessing no one here knows what I'm talking about. But <laughs> if like, you what? do, if you do, that's that's great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's played against a few of them. He played, yeah, he played against Anatoly Karpov um, in a in a simul, 
uh, simultaneous game. So he's playing. I know Tali Karpov was playing about 30 people at once. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. Uh, Magnus Carlsen once beat four people blindfolded. Four high-rated players Sad. blindfolded. Oh, man. That was a pretty cool video. So he's thinking of four games at once blindfolded. And they weren't like new to chess or anything. Yeah, these were no, like no, these these sure. players had titles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, and he won every game. I think you know he drew one, one three, um, and I mean that, that's just so cool to me. Like the blindfolded stuff. Um, yeah, I being mean, able to like think of that in your head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the way you're talking about it, like you you could, I think we could definitely talk about chess for a whole, a whole episode. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, it's just so much it. interesting stuff. Like. A uh, few, like when I was really, really into it, I would wake up at 6 a.m. Like when there was a big tournament. Oh, speaking of which, I think this month the Chess World Championship is on. Or no, the World, yeah, the World Championship is on this month. Oh. So maybe once that comes on, unless it already has started, we can talk about it. Yeah. Because it's very soon, I think, or already started. But when they were playing the the big tournament, uh, the Tata Steel Chess, um, which is a big tournament they have, they hold in. It may change every year, but I think last time it was um, by Kenze and the Netherlands. It was pretty cool. Like at six a.m., I'd wake up, and these are like these are like three-hour games each, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. they're sitting there for three hours, and they're making a move like every ten minutes. So I was just watching from six a.m. to like noon, um, sometimes whenever I had time. Like on the weekends, I'd watch like pretty much yeah. for like like I'd stay at Evans Place and I wake up at six a.m. watch for a few hours and then we'd get home. Oh my home. god. <laughs> and this was like last year right yeah this is uh like eight months ago nine oh, months ago okay mm-hmm. so that was when i was really into it i would like wake up to watch the big tournaments classical chess which is pretty boring to watch but i was uh, it was pretty interesting but yeah i've rambled on about chess for a while now it wasn't part of the plan oh so yeah <laughs> we can yeah we can trim that down to a good time um, but uh but yeah we had a thing to talk about that we planned to talk about Oh. Yes. Okay. Before... Or you, do I need this? Oh, right. Right. Very important. Very important. It's a milestone. It's a bit of a milestone, guys. It'll be in the news. It'll... It'll... <laughs> it's probably already in the news. It'll be well documented. They're like... They've been holding it off for yeah. so long. Yeah. Everyone's raring to see it. <laughs> it's our... You say it. 10th episode. Oh. <laughs> We're a 10th of the way to 100. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I can and feel it coming. If we keep if we keep doing this consistently, then yeah. we'll be able to we'll by next get there year pretty quickly ish. by like a year and a half from now. Yeah, yeah, more or less a year and a half and a yeah. half from now. But that'll be. I I do definitely want to continue this yeah. for a while, yeah. at least a while. Hopefully, we can get to like over a hundred. Yeah, yeah. that'll be cool to see like a hundred episodes. Mm-hmm. We'll hopefully be better by then. <laughs> We're not bad. You will be, yeah. We'll still be rambling on for like thirty minutes about unrelated subjects. Yeah, but. like socks. <laughs> Somehow we'll get the socks from, uh, from um, current events. Yeah, and Marcus will be like the strongest person in the world. The yes, world. Yeah, we'll Marcus will be the strongest person in the world. And we'll have him on. He'll be going to the gym five times a day. <laughs> He's gonna come home. <laughs> but speaking of Marcus, we have to have him on again soon. Oh yeah, because it's been here. it's been a while. Yep. Well, not a while, but long enough. Yeah, it's been about two months. I guess it has been a while. Yeah, yeah true. So um, we'll have we'll have our our foreseen guest hopefully next week. 
Or not week. next week. Though, yeah, next week technically Thursday. Our guest that you we foresee right now, huh? You want to do that next week? No, no, no. That person. The the person. Yeah. That person. Okay. Okay. Yep. Uh, so, I don't know who you're talking about. For eleven. Okay. And then hopefully thirteen, we can have Marcus on maybe. Okay. Yeah. Sounds and good. If we can get back into our 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 um traveling ideas. Oh yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah. Nice. Because we've um. There's a plan. We've gone long enough without. Well, we had actually we had Mark. We had uh, Aiden, but that was two weeks ago now. Yeah. It was two weeks ago now. Yeah. That was yeah. That was a while. And there was th- there was two episodes between guests at that point as well. So we're, we've been kind of skipping out on the guests. Here yeah, a we bit. did. We did Bree, and then we did two, and then Aiden. And then yeah. Now. So. And then now, and then next week. So it's working out. But we're gonna continue. Don't worry. Yeah, we'll, we'll be we'll be getting guests back in. Yeah, frequently. Yeah, and uh, maybe on our one hundredth episode, we'll have a surprise for everyone. Who knows? So yeah, yeah, <laughs> a surprise. <laughs> We're already planning it, mm-hmm. even though it'll be like a year and a half, a now. year and three quarters. Hey, hey you long. never know. Maybe maybe when we if we ever travel at some point, we'll be doing like eight episodes a week. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about eight, but maybe one a day. Eight days a week. If we do, if we do. Day <laughs> eight days a week. Um, but yeah, I was just saying, like, if we refer like traveling, it'd be like a vlog thing, like two epi- like an episode a day. Yeah. Like yeah. short ones. That'd be super cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll even have like YouTube and the next day of videos. If we do travel, we should try that. What do you, what do you guys think? Should we try? Should we try? It's in your hands. You can decide. You decide you now. You decide for us. Yes. Uh, it'll be like episode like. 40-ish, once we reach there. Vlogger. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. The Viewfinder vlog. <laughs> oh, I love that. You'll be properly looking through a viewfinder at that point. Yeah. Yeah. You guys yeah. will see, you, you'll see what we see, what we talk about that we see. Yes. <laughs> okay. On to our uh, main subject of the day. Okay. Even though we've already spent 30 minutes without it. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll take a break. Yeah. All right. I went for infamous breaks. Yes. All right. I hope you enjoy the see break. You s- see you soon. back from the break we're gonna get into our um album that we uh we said we we're gonna look into last week yes it was given to us by our very good friend aiden chandler yeah it's it's been a while and like i'm not gonna lie i listened to this like eight or nine times because <laughs> I, I kept thinking we would record the episode yeah and then i listened to it because i wanted to have like a fresh fresh, fresh yeah. idea in my mind i listened to it like once and then like um it could have been a brilliant career like four times. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, that was definitely my favorite song. It wasn't my favorite, but I didn't dislike it at all. Like it was, it was kind of different from what I usually listen to, but I still, I still quite enjoyed it. It was, uh, and, and uh, it could have been a brilliant career. It was pretty, pretty good for me. I like that one a lot. I actually have it on my on my playlist now. Yeah. Um, and and we're talking about the boy with the Arabs. Yes. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> before, <laughs> before I was like, wait, there's an album last week. We were listening. 
It's also been 17 days for you guys, so it will, yeah, it might be a little bit confusing if I don't yeah, you, specify. Yeah. Um, it's by Bill and Sebastian. They're, uh, I don't know much about them, actually. They're, uh, yeah. They're, but uh, we did mention that the, the album was 1998, September 7th. Yeah. That was September know. 7th? Yeah. Okay. But yeah, they're a they're a band. I think they're they're like a Scottish band. Really, '90s Scottish band. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're. I I took so many notes on this. I have like double sided notes, so I don't know where to start exactly. But I'll, it'll feel it'll feel very jumbled. But uh, it'll be a good review. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I promise. So the first thing personally I noticed about this record is it's super satirical. Like the lyrics are are very they're very sad and they're very depressing. Like have you ever watched like uh, like Jojo Rabbit or something like, like yeah, Jojo satir- Rabbit is awesome. Like a satirical movie, you know? Like, yeah. you know what I'm talking about like, like it's, something... it's such a sad story, but they made it funny. Exactly, yeah. I and with the first song, it's called Jojo Rabbit's got to be one of my favorite movies. Really? It's yeah. So good. It's it's yeah, it's really well done. I can see how you can correspond that. Yeah, for yeah, sure. yeah. And you have these really sad lyrics, like really depressing lyrics, like on on your favorite song, and it could have been a brilliant career. Mm-hmm. You have the she had a stroke at the age of twenty four. It could have been a brilliant career. Like yeah. that's pretty sad, right? Yeah. Like if you only had the if you only had the lead singer's voice, if you only had his lyrics and nothing else, and his voice, like it's so depressing. It's so depressing, right? It would have been like someone telling the most depressing poem you ever heard in yeah. your life. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like it would make you want to cry, but. Mm listen to this album it's not it's a pretty melancholic album but it's not as depressing as you might think because of the because of the uplifting instrumentals and all the uplifting all the other uplifting stuff Mm -hmm. there's such a big contrast in between the sad lyrics Mm -hmm. the melancholic lyrics and the tone of his voice is super sad too do you know like the the band the smiths they're really good they're an 80s band uh, a bit before these guys and there's like with the contrast like there's an there's a really big comparison between them like you can draw a straight line between them like they're really they use a lot of these 80s upbeat synth pop vibes mm-hmm. and instruments and guitars and stuff like that but then like Morrissey like the lead singer he's talking about like death and stuff mm-hmm. <laughs> right like uh, do you know The Cure for example too The Cure I've heard of them yeah, yeah. They're like that too. Robert Smith, he's the lead singer. He like talks about death and stuff, mm-hmm. but makes it sound really kind of quirky and uplifting and <laughs> <laughs> quirky. Yeah, death. Right? right? <laughs> yeah, I really like the contrasting and um, how the uplifting part kind of took over over top of the lyrics because sometimes you'll like sing sadly and even if you have upbeat music, um, the lyrics will kind of be the more dominant part. But you could like. They made it so the uplifting music was more dominant over the sad, the sad singing for the most part at least, and then it uh, kind of blended together to make some sad happiness, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I think contrast is a huge part of this album. Like they incorporate so many different genres. Mm-hmm. I think I don't know if and I have an instruments and stuff. An instrument and stuff. Yeah, I I don't know if I have some stuff written on here. I mean. They have a lot of stuff, for example, from the singer-songwriter era of, like, the late 60s and early 70s. Some artists, such as Simon and Garfunkel, like, I noticed a huge Simon and Garfunkel influence on this mm-hmm. album. Like, Neil Young, even Bob Dylan. I don't know, Bob Dylan's a bit far-fetched, maybe, but <laughs> I don't listen much to Bob Dylan, but I guess that's why I'm making that comparison. I don't really understand much of his music yet. But uh, but Neil Young, you can see that 
comparison to definitely that singer songwriter kind of introspectiveness is definitely a big big part of this album so you have that kind of singer songwriter stuff then you have a lot of post-punk stuff with a lot of i don't know as i said the cure the smith you have a lot of synth pop too here it's really it's you can hear that 80s stuff and you also have a bit of the post-grunge aspects of guitars and maybe some drum stuff too uh, it sounds really all, all over the place but no uh, yeah i totally see where you're coming from yeah oh they also have electronic music too which is mm-hmm. really interesting i noticed a lot of songs they have that probably my favorite song was the second song of the album i can't remember yeah sleep the clock around that had a lot of electronic sound effects kind of futuristic vibes to it which really was interesting to me it took that stuff from the 80s and that singer-songwriter introspectiveness and blended them together with the sad lyrics and everything and made this amazing album. I love this album. Mm-hmm. It's also very orchestral. It the the jazz you can hear the, like the a lot of the string arrangements with the violins and cellos and stuff. Mm-hmm. They yeah. They're very orchestral like the Dirty Dream number 2. It was kind of like this interlude on the album too. Mm-hmm. That was really interesting. It was it was pretty all over the place like they had like tons of different stuff. Yeah, but then all with the same kind of um, theme. Yeah, it. You know what? I I think it's it's really, it's really blended together. They almost put all this stuff in like a blender and like yeah. mixed it all together and yeah. incorporated this. Do you like any dream pop, for example? I don't. I don't think I've heard any. Okay, so there are artists, and what they have is they have all these little things or big elements, like pretty much smashed together. And then throwing at you like all at the same time. It was a really dream pop album, and it's really strange that Aiden chose it, and because we were talking about lucid dreaming mm-hmm. before that. Yeah. And it's a really dreamy record, with a lot of dreamy elements, mm-hmm. almost like you're daydreaming, like you're in class and you're like daydreaming about. Like the boy with the arrow strap. Yeah. 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 So you're like in class, you're like daydreaming about something about your future, or like death, death, <laughs> death, and this kind of what's it what what it the, vo- uh, the voice is like. kind of soothing and dark and then there's the uplifting music it, it all kind of like meshes together to make it kind of unreal yeah and dreams are unreal yeah yeah oh yeah i like that do you have anything else to say um for this one uh, i really liked it overall it yeah was, it was it was i i did enjoy um the majority of it um and i, I liked the mesh of different things it was pretty interesting yeah it was really good flowing. I, 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 the albums that we've chosen so far have flown, mm-hmm. I don't know, flowed yeah. really well together so far. Last one we did, I chose, right? It was the... The Journey one. Yeah, the Journey one. Yeah. That was, that was a while ago. Yeah. So that's why. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah. But yeah, I guess I guess we're moving on to our, I mean... What's, what, what's your ranking so far on our albums? On our albums? Yeah. We did the... Like, like, like again, it's it's... As we said last time in the Journey episode, it's kind of unrealistic to rank art mm. in that I sense. Mean, it, like it's to your own liking. So yeah, yeah, okay. You can yeah. rank anything to your own liking as, as long as you're not trying to be subjective to everyone else. I agree with that. That's a good way of putting it. Well, the first one we did was the one that you did, right? The, the... No, the one you did, Breakfast in America. Okay. With, oh, right, Breakfast okay, so, in America. Okay, so I would say... So here, we, we have Breakfast it's in America, America yeah. and uh, the Cross of Enigma, Changes. Yeah. Then, was it Journey then? Yeah, 
I think so. Really? Okay. That would make sense. Yeah. Journey yeah. and then this one. Yeah. So, uh, I, I got to put Breakfast in America as number one. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think it's hard for me. I'd say the Enigma one and the Journey one are hard for me. But I'd say Journey and then Enigma, but it's close and then this one. Yeah. But yeah. um, I, I really did like, I'd say of the albums that we've heard, the uh, A Brilliant New Career was in the top five songs of all the albums so that that definitely like they're all they're they're pretty close but i'd say breakfast in america is definitely up there for me mm. what about you i I'd, I'd, I'd have to go with enigma first i love i love the album i love that we found it through this mm-hmm. like i never would have even listened to any of that mm-hmm. new age stuff yeah if not for this yeah. podcast so i think that's really cool uh i i and then that's probably followed closely by breakfast in america mm-hmm. really close it's it's strange because they're so different. It's hard mm-hmm. to you know rank one above the other. Yeah. But in terms of meaningfulness, I think Enigma's up there definitely. Yeah. And then, I'd put I'd put this one above Journey because mm-hmm. it's more it flows better for me. It's more mm-hmm. consistent overall. Mm-hmm. I, I but I think Journey the Escape by Journey has higher highs. Yeah. Like Don't Stop Believing. Yeah. Is is better than any song on here. Mm-hmm. But. But then it it just it kind of. This one's yeah. kind of more evened out. Yeah. And then that one, yeah. Because yeah. there was a few songs on, on the Escape by the Journey. is like, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It yeah. wasn't, it was, they weren't bad songs. It was like, I wouldn't listen to it over and over. Yeah. Yeah. And, and this one. You could listen to it a couple times. So exactly. And it creates this, uh, a more vivid atmosphere, mm-hmm. if that makes sense, than the Journey one. The Journey one still creates a, like an atmosphere. You know, I was talking about like the mm-hmm. vision I had walking home. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, okay, yeah, 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 totally. Yeah. So, totally, I like that one. <clears throat> was it where you set off a breakup? Yeah, after breakup, walking yeah. home while it's raining. I like that. That that definitely puts it up there for me. That one. <laughs> if you can, like, if you can, like, totally, like, correlate it with something. Yeah, that's pretty meaningful. Yeah, I like doing that with art generally. Are we ready? What for for our next album? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Okay, oh, drama, yeah. please. Yeah. Oh. And Wolfgang Amadeus by Phoenix. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> I only know one song. This is the song you showed me? Yeah, Listomania. Okay. You guys probably know Listomania. Uh, you probably know when you hear it, but uh, it's called Wolfgang Amadeus by Phoenix. Who are um, who are Phoenix? Phoenix, they are uh I don't really I don't really know much about them. I just know that they did like Listomania was kinda of pop style a little bit. Nineteen oh one is their biggest hit. Over Listomania, which surprised me. I haven't heard 1901 yet, but I'm planning to do that today. When was this released? Was it 2009? Nine, yeah. It's pretty new. I thought I thought you said this was the 80s. Uh, no. Oh, I, for some reason I thought it, it was released in the 80s when you first showed me. But 2009, that's, that's nice. That's her yeah. most recent record yeah. to date. It's different. Yeah. Anyway, that's that. we reached the conclusion here. Um, Pretty much, I guess. Yeah. I think yeah, that was a bit of everything. Mm-hmm. But we've that, been we've been living a bit of everything since our last episode. Yeah. So it makes sense to talk yeah. about everything pretty much. So, yeah. but we'll be back next week. Yes, for sure, on time. On time. <laughs> yeah. On time. We won't be gone for a long time. Yeah. For a while. So, but yeah. Well, thank you everyone. Thank you for being patient. We are back now consistently, and uh, we'll see you next week. Yep. With our album and with another topic. Yes. And possibly a guest. Yeah. 
Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye, 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 goodbye.